If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? You are listening to episode 237 of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, player two, Eric, a.k.a. Hate Zero. What's up, buddy? Not much. I'm going to do something a little different to honor the Discord. What is going on, NPC fam? It's your goose, Honk Zero, (laughs) your hero. Uh, you even honked when you said it. You're like, honk, zero. Yeah. What's, what's you have up? To. You honk. Have to do the honk. Crawler, hello, player three. Hello, how's it going? And uh, what? What? I, if I'm going to honor Discord too, I guess it's, uh, it's Gander coming at you. <laughs> you did that with even less excitement than you normally do. <laughs> oh, it's uh, uh, Nintendo NPR. I, I'm in 6 4 honk. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Three goose geese in a pod. Three geese in a pod. Cast. Cast. Ooh, I like it. Oh. That could be a new show right there. Wow. Three geese in a pod. Cast. <laughs> wow. That this is starting off strong. Strong. It's hey. All rolling. That music you just heard, that's over now. It's from On Being Human. Check them out on Spotify and YouTube. This is an unofficial Nintendo podcast, as you could tell from the screwing around that's already taken place. Because, you know, this is unofficial. Uh, recently put out a bunch of videos with Geek Tainment. I helped them out, and the title they gave me was "Unofficial Nintendo Podcast Host." That's what it says on all the videos. I was like, <laughs> "Officially, like on the lower third, yeah, like, the lower it third." Says. It says "Unofficial Nintendo Podcast Host." So I was like, "I don't know how I feel Roll about that." Yeah, embrace it. Like, like it, that means you are now officially unofficial. I guess. Well, how, so. yeah, how long have you been having to say that since uh, since Nintendo gave you that unintentional boost in your numbers? I I've never had to say it. I just have said it since December. Well, yeah, but you've done it so you don't get negative, uh, mean YouTube comments. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that there are reviews for this show on Nintendo's show. <laughs> if you go onto iTunes, so if you've accidentally tried to review this show and you put it on the actual power the, the Nintendo Power podcast. Which I do recommend checking out. Okay, go listen. Uh, but yeah, I see, I see reviews for us for our show on there. Oh well, maybe we're on there on radar. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> Watch out! Now, guys, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, head on over to audibletrial.com/npc. Pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels or Console Wars, both great books. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC to automatically save $10 at checkout. They got new chairs. The models look, the, the chair models look slick, slick, really nice, really good stuff. n64josh.com slash OPC. That's the link you need. And that's it. That's it. We're going to, we're going to jump on over to the announcements because we have something fun to announce. Here we go. Hey, listen. Eric, 
Yes. Go forth and tell us about this latest announcement. All right, everyone. So we're going to do something special for you guys. Uh, you, we're working out the details live right now. Yep. Crawler has no idea what's about to come. Yeah, they, they hit me with this beforehand. And I have no yeah. clue. Yeah. If you want to win a copy of Link's Awakening physical, all you have to do is tweet at us and give your best crawler coming at you video. <laughs> yes! Wonderful. And yes! crawler next week will announce the best video. Oh boy. Of the crawler coming at you. <laughs> listen, listen fam, you guys have got to get creative here, okay? Like like you want him to pick the best one. So be as creative as possible and who knows, he might even use your intro as his intro ooh, right so crawler coming at you you may you may be like like way too much caffeine like hey hey, what's going on this is crawler coming at you you know like or you could do it like crawler hey it's it's crawler coming at you (laughs) (laughs) maybe that wins this will be a fun week on twitter i'm sure (laughs) yes yes uh use the hashtag uh I don't, what should we just use N64Josh, the hashtag that puts everything in one place. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, I need to search. I think Destinot won this week's Mario Kart stuff. I'm pretty sure that's the only tweet I saw for, uh, for that coming in, but I'll, I'll yeah, check he, that. He was, he was locked in and engaged on that. I know. He, yeah, he was, he was grinding it out. He really was. So, um, let's see here. I'm going to find it right now. Here's the hashtag. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, Destinot, our only, our only racer this week. What would he get? I did try. I don't know what I. I don't remember my time off the top of my head. But what did he get? Because I'm sure he got, he like got a it down. One twenty eight. One twenty two. Wow. Forget that. Yeah, I got yeah. into. I think I got like thirties. I think I got like high thirties. But yeah, one twenty two. So there you go. That's at. Well, I don't even know what his at is anymore. It's at. Uh, I'm not even going to say it because he may not want everybody following. <laughs> he likes him. to remain in. Remain, yeah. yeah. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. You can talk to. He's he's talking on Discord all the time now, so you can go talk to him about ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hashtag N64Josh. If you want to submit your scores, we're on the third. I believe it's Ghost Valley One. I think is the next race. Yeah, it should be the first. The first Grand Prix third race. Yeah, yeah. So. Get in on that. Post your best scores. We want to make this a community thing. Get everybody involved. Uh, this week, I'm going to be figuring out our Mario Kart tournament. So we're going to get that thing going again where everybody's playing. But we're going to do the tournament three times a week. At like I'm going to set specific times so we can hit worldwide for people like the UK, maybe Australia, things like that. We're also going to have an evening one and a morning one so that everybody can kind of congregate at the same time at the same time, because that's the trickiest part. If you like show up by yourself, you're not going to get any points, which uh, eh, we'll talk about more about that later when we get into the Mario Kart tournament uh, (laughs) that Nintendo put on. So, um, other than that, the most important thing, guys, come on. You want to win a copy of Link's Awakening? Tweet at us a video of you doing Crawler's intro, okay? 
It's a crawler coming at you. Crawler coming at you. Get as creative as possible. Wear costumes. You know, do, do <laughs> voice of Halloween voice yeah, changers. If you don't want to show your face you know? online. I get it. Throw on a mask of some sort or do something really funny. Yeah, yeah. If you got like voices, you know, like you like SpongeBob, be like Crawler coming at you, right? Just <laughs> Crawler is shaking his head. If you're only listening right now, oh so, man. You know, maybe Patrick. Hey, this is Crawler coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like it. I like it. All right, all right. Oh, no. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about the games we've been playing because we've actually been playing some games this weekend. So uh, let's uh, let's let's do this. All right, crawler coming at us with the games you've been playing. Go. Uh, so I beat Link's Awakening this week. Uh, yeah, it was. I had fun. I I had played it on uh, 3ds previously. And I'd only think gotten to the fourth dungeon. So after that point, it was kind of a new experience for me. And it was it was really good to play. Uh, I think we'll kind of go roundtable about it here in a little bit. I have some thoughts about the endgame dungeon maker that we'll talk about here in a little bit. Uh, I did play Goose Game for a little bit because I was waiting on uh, my mail carrier misplaced my Dreamers edition for a little bit from Amazon. And I had to call the post office and... She had to come back around and actually hand delivered my package that she had misplaced in her truck. So all is well that uh, it's how it started and it it worked out. But I uh, so I played a little bit of Goose Game uh, while I was waiting for that, and I, I want to go back to it and and put the I think it's only like an hour and a half or something like that to fully experience the game. But I do need to put some more time into playing Goose Game. Uh, played. I got my Kirby points. I did the hundred. I think I think I ended up with 105 points, and it only took like five or six matches. I was I was placed in top 20, so I think they've upped what you get every time now on on the the grand on the uh, Tetris Maximus or Cup or whatever it's called. Um, so it wasn't it didn't take as long for me to do that. And then uh, some Call of Duty beta this weekend is what I played as well. Yeah, yeah. Eric, what about you, bud? Uh. I only played Goose Game and Link's Awakening. And I say that like that's a bad thing. Those are two fantastic games to have in your life. Um, I'll start with Goose Game a little bit. This game is totally charming. I don't know why. I don't know what the appeal is to this game. Yeah, I do. You get to play (laughs) as a jerk goose. Like, what more in life do you need than to be a jerk goose? And uh, you get to menace all the people. It's clever. It's cute. It's fun. Um, and you can just walk around honking all day. Discord was on fire on Friday. Yeah, it sure was. So uh, if you're on the fence about that game, it's it's 20 bucks. I think now you missed out on the $15 launch sale. Um, I, I don't think there's anything quite like it. Um, it's fun to play with friends and family even if someone's not playing they can they can watch you and and yell at what you should try to do it's kind of a puzzle game you know, you're trying to figure out how to menace these people the best way possible so um yeah give it a go tell it's, us about discord on friday please well it's still 15 on epic store so i don't know if maybe oh, it's it? still on sale on eShop, but it is still 15 on epic store Okay, it was supposed to be for launch. I don't know if that was a launch window or launch day only. Um, I can't look at it after I purchased it, obviously, unfortunately. Um, if it's 15, no brainer, go get it. It's worth it. I mean, it's it's not like anything else. 
So that game came out, and to honor that, I changed my name in Discord to Honk Zero. And uh, I don't know, a hundred other people followed suit, (laughs) and we just had ridiculousness in Discord all day. Goose puns, goose memes, geese everywhere, ganders. Random honking. Uh, It was... um, it was some ridiculousness. One of the more fun days in Discord. So, do join the community. Ridiculousness will will come. I even changed my name. Josh even joined in on the fun. Normally, he no. just shakes his head at us. But, like an uh, old man, like, get off my lawn! <laughs> but even he joined in on the fun. Yeah, couldn't miss it. Uh, Night Fury says eShop is on sale still. So okay. and okay. and Ink My Life says it was a honking good time. So, yeah, yeah, it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Jay Harley says his daughter was playing and laughing so hard, and it, it's true. Like you're, you know, you're playing as a goose. Well, we'll everyone's seen kind of the preview for the first level, so or the first area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a farmer you have to menace, and you have to make him drop stuff, and you have to make him do things, and it's ridiculous. You can hide in bushes poke your head out and honk at him and scare him and it it doesn't wear off like it's funny every time <laughs> so so and yeah you get a, you get a checklist of things that you need to do there's like a hidden checklist as well of things you can do and uh it's it's kind of a puzzle there are puzzle aspects to it that you got to figure out how to do stuff and uh it doing certain things will open open up a pathway to a new area i'm in the second area i haven't really ventured much into that area but because i am when i play a game i try to complete it and i have one thing in the first area that i'm struggling to understand how to do i probably believe i know what one that is because it's very difficult or i'm doing something extremely wrong the hat yeah yeah um so my favorite thing to do right now in that game is to take everything from this poor farmer who's done nothing wrong to me and just (laughs) dump it in the water I grab it, I run over to the water and dump it in there. And that's just the best thing to do. I was surprised he chased you all the way out in the water. Like he he doesn't care. He does. He's wearing he's not happy about it though. Yeah, but he's wearing galoshes or something like that. He's he's good with it. <laughs> it it's a good game. Josh, did you get to it? Did you guys get the hat off the door? No, that's what I'm no. struggling with. Oh, I did. I don't know how you did that because I tried everything. I've tried dragging the rake by the door. I've tried. You want me to tell you? I tried looking at it and honking. Maybe off air. Don't don't Uh, ruin it for me because I think I'm going to tell you, Mr. Backseat Gamer. (laughs) You get to hear how you do it. No, uh, look at a door. That's all I told you. I may have. uh, I know. I'm just playing. (laughs) I may have. uh, uh, I may have glitched to actually get it, but it worked. So. And yeah, uh, there appears to be you know a couple different ways to accomplish a task, which you know, is so, which is a fun fun way to mm-hmm. program a game that it's not it's not all uh, cut and dry. Yeah, exactly. I, I've I've I think we've mentioned it as well. It's 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 kind of a roughly based on playing Metal Gear a little bit in some ways. It's you're kind of hiding, you're kind of doing. Like, there's aspects of that I think in there a little bit. So. And there's more than one way to do things in Metal Gear. Yeah. You want to steal the keys, huh? <laughs> I'm just brazen when I do it. I just go right up to him and I'm right <laughs> just trying to grab him right away. Yeah. I actually I, locked my I, I dropped the keys actually my first time because you can reset the, the area. 
um, my first go through, I didn't realize just like tapping the gate would close it. Yeah. And I had put the, I had put the keys down cause I wanted to have them there to lock him out. Cause I was just like, Oh, I'm going to lock him. I didn't even hadn't looked at the thing. Like that was a thing you were supposed to do to him. And, uh, I tapped the gate and I stepped out just of the path and it like closed and it locked both of us out and none of us could get in. So I had to, where reset. were the keys? I had put them down just inside the gate. Hmm. So both of us were locked out and he's, he's tall enough to step over, but he won't do it still. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had to, um, I did the same thing, but I had to give him the keys back. So he won't pick them up off the ground if you drop it in front of the gate. But if you hold them in your mouth and walk up to the gate, he'll grab them from you. Hmm. I had to teamwork with him so I could get back in there. That's funny. <laughs> um, That's funny. So it, I did the first area. I did the first okay. area, everything. But so I got the hat off the door. But then he put it back up, and I was like, "That was such a pain to get down." That <laughs> like, make him wear it. You didn't put it on. So you no, didn't get the. Ch- you didn't I didn't get, get the. the ch- ch- I think I know how to do it, but I was just like, "I'm not." No, I'm like, I was getting to the end of my like, like I was like, I got to go to bed. So, yeah. but I put it on downstairs. Uh, so my wife, my daughters were watching. They thought it was hilarious. Like they were, they were having a great time watching me play it. Um, my, I didn't finish Link's Awakening because my wife ended up taking it and she started playing it. And uh, so then I was so she's played and beat the first Zelda game. Like, but then all the other ones like since NES Zelda. Yeah, that she's she's okay. she used to play it as a kid all the time. But then come to find out she gets frustrated by the puzzle she gets stuck on. On, and so she would quit every other Zelda game since like she just she just would get frustrated. And I was like, well look at this game. She's like, well, it's really cute. I'm like, of course. So if you get stuck, I'm going to just give you hints without like making it super clear. Like what, you know, like, and mm-hmm. now she's making her way through and having a pretty good time. I, before we started, she opened the door. She's like, give me Link's Awakening. I'm like, it's still in your switch. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, good. Closes the door and heads downstairs. So, uh, and I feel like this one has some of the more challenging puzzles or can't, can be like, I, it took me a while for, for dungeon seven and eight. To, to figure I, out i find this game it's not difficult because of and are we transitioning into our links links awakening talks now yeah we can that's fine okay so i find it one of the more challenging um zelda games and it's not because the bosses are hard it's not because the uh enemies are hard at all it's the game doesn't hold your hands like we're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. You don't have Navi floating over the object you need to interact with. Right. Um, well, you, you got to go back and you got to go back and make a phone call if you want to get Navi to and, bother you pretty much. Right. And those hints, if you don't get what that hint is the first time, they're not going to change it. You know, the owl's not going to come and say, hey, it's been 30 minutes and you've made no progress. Maybe try this. Like none of that exists. It's like you have to go here and figure it out. And that's all they tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, that's not bad. That's just gameplay has changed and how we tell stories in games has changed. So you yeah. can definitely see the difference between what we went through in 1993 versus what we go through in games now. Yeah. Like a game like that now would just, it just doesn't happen. They're very well, handholdy. Yeah. And this, this for all intents and purposes is a game that was designed in 1993 because they did not change really anything. Yeah. Uh they added a few things uh and the like the quality of life changes that they made have sped up the game considerably uh because playing this game on 3DS or or Game Boy it takes a lot to like the so quality of life I think 
I, I heard it broken down. It, simply enough, it's uh, power bracelet, Pegasus boots, sword, shield, and I think that's it. Are are all items that you had to equip to one of your two buttons that you had on a Game Boy. Like those had to. So like you kind of always want to have your sword. So you're rotating all of those other items that you want to possibly use jump and Pegasus boots and power bracelet and all that kind of stuff. You have to rotate that out. And that means going to the start menu and, and pulling it and making sure you equip it. And it's in a, it's in an inventory and all that kind of stuff. So having just being able to pick up pots and rocks anywhere on the map speeds it up extremely a whole lot. And you can fast like run across the map. If you know, you kind of have a straight stretch with Pegasus boots and not have to worry about equipping that. And then uh, I don't know how, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know how. With, I guess you just have to double equip Pegasus boots and jump, and not have a sword when you have to do those long jumps over over three holes. Like that, that would not be fun. <laughs> like, yeah. I stopped at a point probably where I hit that, and I don't, I didn't understand how to get somewhere because I, I, like I said, I only got to about the fourth dungeon on uh on the the DX version I played on 3DS, and even then there were sometimes. Uh, that I was having to go t- to a walkthrough to kind of look look up stuff, and and that was kind of reserved to just when I was playing the DX version. On this one, I really wanted to try to stay away from it, and I think the speed of the game, and I I don't know if it's a feature in the DX version to go back and look at your conversations with the owl and all the kinds of stuff that you've yeah. you've had interactions with. I don't know if that exists in the uh, in the DX version, but that is a great feature if you spaced out or it's been a little bit since you had your last interaction of leaving or entering a new area and the owl comes to talk to you you can pull up your memories and it shows you where you found heart pieces where you found seashells and uh and then the conversations that you've had with the owl and other people and it it helps a lot and i just feel like the speed of the game and not having the tile transitions from one area to the other that exist on the game boy uh and that's i mean that was a memory issue back then we're going to talk about a little bit later. I think it still is a little bit of a memory issue in, in this game. Uh, but just the speed that you can traverse the smaller ish map of a, of a Zelda world and the quality of life changes that they've made have have sped this up and made it a lot more accessible to people. I loved it. Loved everything about it. Like I, it, it, this weekend for me, like I was like, I'm going, I'm, I'm taking a step back in time and I'm playing Zelda and call of duty. Right. It was like it was uh, it, it was a lot of fun and it, it was it, it was exactly what I wanted from a Zelda game. Right. Like it was classic Zelda with uh, an art style that was just just perfect. Like I, I love the way uh, the, the facial expressions of Link and just, you know, when you first. Well, I, don't, I won't spoil anything, but like there's certain items you get that you can't quite use correctly. And just the way things work it's just it's all of it's just so charming that's really the best way i could put it it's a, i don't i don't use the word adorable very often but doggone it this is an adorable look, look game. at this amiibo yeah, i know yeah adorable. yeah exactly exactly what is so, it doing out of its protective casing well oh, his, oh look his brother his brother's look, right here i even got one out Goss of this. has one too wow <laughs> yeah but the other one's locked up still don't you worry don't you worry in jail. That's good. so uh but yeah i mean it just because Look, I love Breath of the Wild, 
and I was on I was on the uh, Iron Lords podcast. If you guys want to go check that out, it was actually a really fun show. It's about three hours long, so if you have a lot of time to kill, go listen to that Iron I Lords in and podcast. Out and it just kept going. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, like, I, I went in and out all 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 morning. I, I went for the first hour just talking about my history with gaming, like which was I was like I I warned you guys. I'm sorry, I warned you, but uh, um, so. You know, it just it, it was what I wanted. Like I talked about on that show, but Breath of the Wild and and this game, they really can coexist so nicely on the Switch because you're talking about like an open world uh, modernized Zelda versus a very classic, but like quality HD remake. I mean, and we you know a lot of I, I want to talk about it on here for a little bit. The, the this frame rate issue, like yes, I saw it. No, it had zero impact on me playing the game. It only seemed to occur near the village. The first village is where I would see it the most. And it was so infrequent that it was not an issue for me. Now, on Twitter, I saw some people saying, oh, if you have the game downloaded, make sure to put it on the system memory and that will help. I'm on a cart. So I had, yeah. I, I had very few issues. Are you, are you digital or are you on a cart also? I'm digital on an SD card. And did you and, find that you had frame rate issues that were bothersome? Uh, so I, I just think it's worthy to note. So they're there. It dips from 60 frames all the way down to 30. And it's not it's not directly 60 to 30. It's gradual. It goes 60, 58, 52, 40. You know, you, you notice the dips. Um, mm-hmm. It only seems to happen a lot in the overworld. And it's way more noticeable uh, docked than it is handheld. Hmm. Um, so, and from what i've heard it's it's mainly when you come out of an inside place to the outside world mainly near the main village that's just not entirely true um so if you anytime it renders a new area um that first time it does it it seems to dip and then it doesn't matter how many enemies are there necessarily just that first like pan of the camera into that new area where we would have had a new tile potentially um and and i kind of summarized it in discord as this is this has not ruined any of my enjoyment with the game i'm still super jazzed to play the game i just think this makes the game from a perfect game like i would venture to say this game is almost perfect the frame rate makes it great instead of perfect so it misses perfect just because of technical issues. Not jump, huge issues, but you jump from perfect to great, you skip amazing and uh, I mean they're yeah. It's, it's amazing <laughs> better than great. I mean, who knows? Uh, it's I have the order, um, I guess. So that's that's kind of there. It's something I, I just want to be honest with people. I want to say I did see it. You know, there's a lot of Nintendo fans who are like, I had no I saw nothing and the game's great. I mean, yeah, you can say that, but I don't think that none of us are that way. So we're going to be honest with everyone. The frame rates do drop, but it's not all the time and it doesn't ruin the game. So so don't see that online and think this is ah, I should step away from this game. It's absolutely worth it. IGN kind of summarized it, I think, best with their review. Um, the The end of their review, they said this game basically exists in an alternate universe where technology progressed, but video game storytelling did not. Um, so it's like a time capsule into a parallel universe of 1993. Mm. And it was kind of a cool way to, to 
see that because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, so I am curious, though, if the cart versus the digital download, if there is if there is a I'd like to do a head to head, honestly, to see supposedly from Game Explain what I saw, the cart should suffer the same thing. So supposedly the best solution is download on system memory. Um, that's what Game Explain said, and they tried I, supposedly all three solutions. Um, Interesting. Interesting. So, but again, if you played handheld, um, which I you probably didn't very much, Josh. So I did actually. I did. I played did all you? through the fourth dungeon with it in handheld. Okay, so handheld doesn't seem to suffer as bad. It's still there from what Game Explain showed, but um, it doesn't seem to be as significant. Uh, also it doesn't happen as bad in the dungeons as it does the overworld it's because the dungeons still do the pan system it's Mm. it's one it's one tile at a time yeah yeah that makes sense yeah so it might happen but it happens in kind of a loading state and so you don't see it hiccup i guess right right so played some other stuff today played super mario kart with the super nintendo controller i got the email this okay this is kind of funny i talked about this on stream today i got the email from nintendo saying hey your controller shipped okay i got that today i got that email this morning while at the gym then i get a message on twitter from a friend who used to work at best buy she now drives a delivery like delivery service i think for amazon i'm not positive and she's like she saw my instagram post of of from nintendo saying they had shipped and she messaged me. She's like, oh, I got your controllers in my on my route today. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I just got that email today. Uh, sure enough, come home and uh, pretty like I was surprised at the size of the box, but got two of them. The uh, they feel great. They got that that little grippy uh, plastic. Basically, I put it up next to the uh, next to the SNES classic controller. Pretty much identical shell like pretty much identical other than there is a zl and a zr button that you can reach past on the uh uh the triggers to hit it does come with another USB-C cable so if you're like me and you've picked up a hand yes so if you've picked up a couple accessories for your 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 switch like you know i don't know the uh the pro controller or something like that like i've got USB-C cables everywhere (laughs) now they are everywhere so uh you know but i mean i plugged it right in it it launched immediately it uh it shows that you're using the super nintendo controller on the screen and it also when you you know when you go into like change grip order it's showing you a super nintendo controller just like it does with the uh the nes classic controller as well so um works really well i I was playing some super mario kart having a good time with it uh jumped into regular mario kart and played it if you want to play regular mario kart with it you can Hmm. can it wake your switch it cannot wake your switch it cannot take pictures so oh there's no capture button no capture button no there's no is there no home button no home button Hmm. Uh, what's on the bottom bottom i thought i thought there was stuff on the bottom the 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 bottom the only button that's there is the sync button Hmm. to sync it up this morning with your uh Hmm. with your system but i mean the nes does that change your opinion hate um because i know you were i know you were excited to be able to use it and wake your switch yeah i mean that was going to be the leg up over the 8-bit do um or do did we ever figure out if it's do or do 
do, but it's Nintendo, so wouldn't it be Doe, 8-Bit Doe? I don't know. Uh, in any case, that was going to give it the leg up over 8-Bit Doe, um, but I'll, I'll still at least get one. I don't know if I'll get two now. I'm trying everything I can to turn it on. It's not It's not doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's, that's too bad. That uh, Not the end of the world, but that's too bad. I was hoping for that. I was also hoping for a home button so you could, you know, back out and go home and yeah. The way it is set up uh with the ZR and ZL like while you're playing the Super Nintendo games, you can hit both of those together and that will take you back to the menu so right. that you can switch games. Right? I so assume that's why they added them yeah, then. Yeah. So you're not stuck you're not stuck there at least, but but yeah. So then the other thing I played was Tetris. I got the Kirby the Kirby stage or whatever, and then um, I did all 24 races in the Nintendo tournament and the Mario Kart tournament, and uh, it, it, it my Switch almost died at the last at the last race. Now I had been playing some Link's Awakening prior, but then did the 24 races and I was getting the the notification the batteries were dying. Um, of course, this is playing online uh, handheld, and. Uh, what a cluster this was trying to keep eight people in the race or I mean, I'm sorry, 12 people in the race, pretty much impossible. Like if, if you weren't paying attention, you could be as low as four people, which means you're going to not get many points, not get many points for first. And then, uh, and then if, and then randomly it would just kick you out and start searching again and then put you in a room with like six people. And that was it. You couldn't, you couldn't. And if you leave, you actually forfeit that race. So then you're doing one less race. So I'm not really sure how people got into the three hundreds for their score, unless they were just like really on top of it and quitting as fast as they could to make sure that they had a full room or they had all their friends joining at the same time. And they were trying to make sure that they, you know, had had a full room i i yeah i don't know because i i looked it up before like this was just before we went live uh 333 points was the number one player and out of a possible 360 is the max you could get because it was 24 races if you were in a full room first place gets 15 points so that that is insane to get that many points and be that consistent across 24 races and it's it's cutthroat on with with that many those kind of just everybody anywhere joining this tournament it was it was some of those max vr people joined in that were just dominating the race i was getting stars in third and fourth place sometimes oh really really yeah yeah and so- I, I i think i did like three or four races and i got third and fourth i think in in all my races so i mean i was i was trying to be competitive but it's it was difficult yeah, I did. I, mean, and, I did. And my, and my, I don't think my rooms were full ever. I think yeah. the maximum I saw was uh, eleven or ten. Yeah, eleven seemed to be. Uh, I, I got that quite a bit. I hit first a couple of times uh, on in my races, but again, there was like you weren't even racing the same people, so you couldn't. You, yeah, you know, there wasn't any patterns to learn or anything. No, there. Yeah, that just you, you didn't know who to look out for or who to try to take out early or anything like that. So. Um, you know, it, well, I was, I'm, I'm glad they're doing it. And you, you guys remember yeah. at one at 1 a.m. I think it's 1 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, Mario Kart Tour drops today. Yep. Or when you're listening. Yeah, I've, well, been checking, I've been checking my just, phone. Uh, just hit my phone, but it's uh, servers under maintenance until 12 o'clock. So allegedly at midnight, you can start playing uh, Pacific. Oh, hmm. right on. 
So, um, right on. Yeah, I mean, you know, check it out. It's free. Yeah, yeah. Go download so, it. So, yeah, good weekend of gaming. I did play a lot of Call of Duty too. I had a lot of I had a lot of fun with that. It was uh, it was. So, can we go so. back to the SNES controllers really quick? So, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, did you try to play it with Link's Awakening because D pad doesn't like work. That's such a bummer. Why? Why would they do that? That game was made on a D pad. You can only move in eight directions. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard the D pad does not work. It doesn't work on the controller, the pro it, controller, or the so on the eight. So the eight bit do that. Josh, the first one, Josh got the red one. So yeah. the one without the analog sticks. The the switch registers that D pad as an analog stick. So that one should work. I'm curious what the should. SNES controllers. I, I have one of them. I can test. We'll we'll be able to get back to you guys in Discord. I think, but uh, that one I don't know if Nintendo because it's recognized differently by the system. Right. I don't know if Nintendo has put something in that firmware to register it only as a D pad or as an analog. Possibly, I know yeah. Jay Harley. Jay Harley's in chat right now. I know he was, or no, not Jay Harley. Uh, uh spare change. I think was asking because he re- recently got a Switch. Uh, was asking if he ordered a SNES controller and he has two Joy-Con and a Pro controller if he'd have four controllers for Mario Kart. And that is, I guess, unconfirmed. We don't know what that D-pad would necessarily do on a game that is designed to be played with a joystick. So that's something we would need to test out and and maybe Josh can get back to the Discord with, with kind of field testing that a little bit on different games. I'm not sure what what you just asked because I was trying to I was testing this out. The <laughs> the Super Nintendo controller is a D pad. Okay, it is so it a D pad. It will not register Awakening. in Link's Awakening. This eight bit dough, the D pad is an analog stick, so you could play Link's Awakening with it. And that's okay. that's kind of a bummer because you know this game was built very clearly. When you play, you only move in eight directions, so it was built with D pad in mm-hmm. mind. Um, I. I these are small things. Frame rate, not the end of the world. This is again not the end of the world. But it'd be cool if they fix it so people can play with their, you know, old school controllers that they just got today. If if we're griping though, I'd like to go back to Link's Awakening a little bit. Have you guys ventured into to Dompe's house at all? And done? absolutely. What are your thoughts on Dungeon Maker? Um. To to do bottom line up front, it's not something I'm ever going to do. Um, it was a neat concept, wasn't horribly flushed out or yep. flushed out. Um, and any chance of me pushing through to to actually do it has been ruined by the fact that you can only trade dungeons through amiibo. That that is yeah. So that's one thing. So it's not. I, I think I think this is a lack of information from nintendo and us running wild with our speculations we we saw dungeon maker and i think everyone immediately because we were all hyped on on mario maker and how well they had administered that no no nintendo did that the who was it they keep posting the article all over reddit and everywhere else keep saying that the idea for dungeon maker came up when he asked the developers to make a zelda style mario maker or zelda maker style game Okay, so I mean, so Nintendo, Nintendo kind of put that thought in our head, but this is, it's far from creative. Um, Mm -hmm. 
how many how many dungeons have you because you have to go through like 12 tutorials before you get to like play i I don't know if the 12 because there's 12 there's three sets of four that you have to play and you get rewards at each one there's a seashell that's locked behind one of those there's a heart container uh piece and then a full heart container and a third bottle locked behind doing these 12 training missions so i am currently i got my final heart piece so i'm at max heart minus one uh as of Hmm. today and i still have four more like training missions to do to get that full heart piece in my last bottle that that hundred percent's the game for me at that point and then from what i understand from what i've looked up is that it's an, an additional 12 very large dungeons that i'm not sure if you have to make or if if dampe has made them i i'm assuming you have to make them and that's very tedious and annoying which i'll touch on here in a second but even after that you only get 300 rupees for completing each of those dungeons and you get to keep the rupees that you get from chess in in the dungeon but you don't get any like fairies or anything if you catch those uh to come with you and then there's no reward after the last 12, which are long and tedious and hard to do. And so I, I'm right now just gated by these like hour long activities times four to get this last heart that I don't necessarily need to do. I, I almost want to go start hero mode and, and try the game on the hardest difficulty because you don't get random hearts and stuff in, in, in hero mode. So I want to try that. But this this game mode is... You have single entrance dungeon rooms, you have t- dual entrance dungeon rooms, three entrance dungeon rooms, and then a, a, there's a small selection of, of four-way dungeon rooms. And then there's also boss rooms that you've encountered and bu- dungeon entrances. There has to be one dungeon entrance, one dungeon boss in each each th- thing that you set up. And then uh, Dompe puts out different layouts and the layout has to be completely filled on anything that isn't grayed out and it it, i did one today that had like only probably eight tiles grayed out and the rest had to be filled i've found some ways to kind of speed up my playthrough of it when because you after you make it you have to beat it to to clear it or whatever and what i've ended up doing is trying to build an entire side of a dungeon that doesn't have any chests in it because you have to open every chest because it's guaranteed that the last chest right. that you open has your nightmare key. There's no set set. Uh, and, and there's also a lack of, uh, I'd, I'd rather them make the, the first two chests that you find uh map is and comp uh, 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 compass and map that you can go find. Sorry. I'm yeah. <laughs> Mappus, I like Mappus. Mappus <laughs> coming at you. Mappus, yep. Um, but yeah, it's like you you can press uh, you can press uh, uh, the back button, the minus button, and just see kind of where all you already have the compass, and so you can see where the the uh, chests are. And I was having the hardest time today because it it required that you had uh, two staircase links together. Um, yeah. and it kept like you don't get to choose where the staircases go it chooses for you and I was having the two areas they were they were opposite of each other on the map and they kept linking to each other and I didn't have a way to get back into the main part of the dungeon and there's no way to set it yourself and I just had to keep adding different staircases in and hope that it would choose a different path for it to take 
Yeah, and so I I ran into the the same kind of thing early on. So I hadn't done enough dungeons yet, so I didn't have enough tiles. So I did up to the third challenge that he created, and I couldn't possibly complete it because I didn't have the right pieces that would take me in the right direction that I needed to go oh, okay. to finalize it. Um, so I think it's very much intended as end game. Yeah, it, and it's a lot easier when because I've gone, I've been through all the dungeons. I still think there's these, these tiles or whatever that you can find that you can either buy from the shop or that you find from random people for doing quests. They're expensive in the shop. They're uh, 1,200 rupees, I think, to, to buy them. Uh, and I have, I have yet to steal anything in this game. You can steal stuff out of the shop. They'll call you a thief for the rest of the game. Everyone. So, everyone calls you a thief forever. Yeah. <laughs> so i haven't done that to to my character yet but uh yeah it's there there's even still things to add i've scanned the five amiibo that you can scan it the the, the only one that matters i think that you get something specifically i did scan all zelda amiibo so i don't know if if that does matter but uh five amiibo is the max that you get for for tiles that are linked to amiibo and you try to scan them again, you can't do anything. All that's left with Amiibo functionality is saving dungeons on there. So the only way that if you and I were wanting... So I, uh, we'll get this. The only way that you and I can play each other's dungeon is if we save it to an Amiibo and I physically give you the Amiibo. Yeah. But I know that the, the Smash community has found a way around this. And with the power save uh, disc or whatever that GameStop has that you can digitize the the chip and the information that goes onto the amiibo so i'm wondering uh if if there's ways around this that we can set up i I think there is hardware involved and you have to have a specific either computer or mac i'm not sure which one it is android to oh android okay so that rules all of us out (laughs) um but there's there's ways around it that you can then digitize that information and and send it out over on the internet. So I'm sure maybe some stuff so for some really tech savvy people that have been doing this with the Smash community can come up with ways to have a Reddit full of dungeons that you can download and do stuff with. But again, there's a, a, a roadblock there when it comes to having to have the necessary technology to bypass the the, the physical amiibo. And and frankly, I don't I don't think the current state of Dungeon Maker is worth the time and effort in in doing that. Um, no, because once you've done a dungeon, you know how to do it. Right. And and I think some of the biggest challenges that that come about are like those really well designed switch switch dungeons that have the crystals that you have to change the the blocks. There's those elements that you can add into your dungeon. But there's no rhyme or reason. You have to really, it, it's hard to look at the du- little dungeon tile piece that you're putting in. And even then, it's very hard to organize how you want to have it done. So it, it would require yeah. getting out the graph paper again, kind of like Mario Maker. It would take a lot of effort. Well, and then so even then, you ask if, if we think uh, the Zelda Dungeon Maker can work after seeing it in Link's Awakening, I think it could. But we would have to have a lot more freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, these tiles, they're, it's a great cheat sheet and it's a great way to make some quick dungeons, but you're not, you, after a while, you've kind of seen all the tiles. You're not going to get anything unique out of it. Um, 
Yeah. Well, and I will say, like, Dungeon 7 in Link's Awakening has a really unique aspect to it. And it, it involves a lot of those blocks, uh, switches that you have to do. And it involves something on on one floor specifically that can is restricted to that floor and you have to circumvent a lot of different ways because you can't go through a doorway holding the item that you need and you have to destroy something to change the temple and you can't do that in this and then again you're you're encountering bosses that you've already faced because that's the only way you can have their tile and uh especially like a, a 3d zelda facing a boss again a lionel a Lionel in Breath of the Wild is going to have some similar actions against you, but it's going to be a different, it can be a different fight based on the weapon you have or the weapon, like how the environment that you're fighting and fighting said boss in, in Breath of the Wild. But in a 2D Zelda, you're in a small little arena and you have a set number of weapons that you have on your person at all times on, on a 2D Zelda. And the fight doesn't change. You get more powerful, you get more hearts. Uh, but but it doesn't the fight doesn't change so once you know it you know it and it, there's no the the challenge doesn't exist there and all i end up doing is putting the same first temple boss at the end so i can beat it quick i can right. beat it in two swipes because uh, I, I i mean did you guys do color dungeon yet i did surprisingly did you go red or blue i want red That's i want red I as well which you know i think so huh. I think I stumbled across Color Dungeon too early in my trying to figure out how to get to the third dungeon. Like, I I couldn't find it. Couldn't figure it out for the life of me. I was missing the major clues. Um, But now, man, this game has just opened up and become the easiest thing. Like, I'm one shot in everything. Uh, (laughs) I I think I got it after my sixth dungeon. So I, I, I waited a little while. Um, and if anybody, I didn't listens, even know it was an optional dungeon. I didn't realize it was op- optional. So that, until yeah, after. so that was was added in the DX version on Game Boy Color. That was when it was added, it. and so it's in a place that they could just add a staircase down into a dungeon and yeah. and not have it be an issue. So if anybody listening doesn't know about the Color Dungeon and you want to find out more, go visit the library in Link's Awakening and mm-hmm. read some books. Boom! There boom, we go. Boom. There we go. All right. We're going to just real quick, real quick, talk about some new stuff, just briefly, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. So, here we go. News. All right, like I said, I'm going to kind of just steamroll this a little bit. Switch Lite dropped. I've heard a lot of good things from people. A lot of good things. People are liking the little bit, like, just the portability of it. Like, it's it's lighter. It's, you know, I think some people in Discord were saying playing it in bed was just a little more like y- your arms didn't get fatigued as very as, as fast, things like that. So the screen's supposed to be sharper, too, I think a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Pudding says he just rolled credits on Untitled Goose Game. So there you go. That's great. Hong Kong. Hong Kong, baby. Um, <laughs> so 100 percent confirmed the light lacks hardware to allow it to connect to the TV. So there's no way to, like, swap out USB C's to HDMI's or anything like that. Like, it's not happening. Okay. Uh, Nintendo stock dipped 3.5% off a Bloomberg report that only 144,000 units shipped versus the expected 300,000. So, you know, this is the thing that like we'll, we'll, we'll camp on for a little bit here. If you guys have been on YouTube or Reddit it, and even some of the major news outlets, you're seeing uh, Joy-Con drift on the light. 
I, I watched the video that this guy put up. Like, it, it, if if the video's real and not being manipulated in some way, which I mean, whatever. I don't. I'm not necessarily saying it is, but it, it looks like it's real. He has to tweak with his. He messes with his stick just a little bit, and then uh, it it starts to drift. Right. And it's just ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. Like, like, it's not like the video you saw at Best Buy, the Joy-Con sitting at the Best Buy demo unit where it's just flying through the menu. It's right, not right. that bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this video is kind of going viral. It's got over 100,000 views already. Like, it was, you know, probably getting lots of votes on Reddit, things like that. And it seems like there's like this. The moment this, the, the light was announced, you saw a number of videos saying, this is going to be a big problem if there's still Joy-Con drift. And so then you go through and you read the comments and you're seeing a lot of people just regurgitate what a lot of these videos said that, uh, oh, we knew this was going to be a big problem. Like, I don't think there's a big problem yet. We have one video showcasing drift, right? I mean, it's yeah. one video out of 144,000 units right now. I mean, it it was bound so, to happen. I'm surprised there's not more, honestly. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't this know. is this is one video out of the. I I don't think 144,000 units were purchased this weekend. Uh, I saw plenty in my stores, so not that many are out in the wild for people to use. But there's a fair amount out there. So this is probably saying there may be two stick trips <laughs> out there. This is most likely something that got. In, in the mechanism in manufacturing like it's it's a it's a slight defect that this the switch light is three days old at this point it is under warranty yes it's inconvenient yes you have to send the whole system in but it it should be covered i mean if you can if you it, it seems to be legitimate i the the guy's made a lot of views on his youtube account now so I, I don't want to say it is fake, but it could be manipulated and it's, it's, it's done its job on the internet. It's gotten a lot of clickbaity titles created by even reputable news outlets, which I, I think is unfortunate. And it's, it's everyone trying to jump on this bandwagon of Joy-Con drift hate and, and man shakes fist at, at Nintendo. I mean, it, I don't know. It's, it's unfortunate, but I was listening to Run Jump Stop uh, earlier today, and uh, he was talking about how easy it is for people to magnify the slightest thing. All you need is a phone, and you can make a YouTube channel. And so this guy had something that popped up that's easy to trend, and and he made a video, and it's it's gone viral, and it's yeah. it's done its job. What do you think, Eric? Yeah. Uh, I think that people are silly. Uh, human beings inherently are just silly creatures. Just, just enjoy your, your new shiny product. <laughs> any, any new anything you buy, there is a chance that it's dead on arrival. You know, let's go back to any piece of electronics over time. LCD screens, dead pixels, that, you know, all the rage. Cell phones, dead pixels. Cell phones didn't boot out of the box. Cell phones, dead batteries. Yep. Batteries you know, explode. Batteries explode, right? I mean, all these technologies, there's so much going on. Something might go wrong. Stop worrying about that and enjoy your products. Please. You're you're just 
you're just killing it for yourself. You're not you're not hurting me by complaining about the Joy-Con drift. You're just hurting it for yourself. And unfortunately, you might be you know, you might accidentally influence poor little Billy's mom who doesn't know any better but now says, "Well, I don't want to get Billy the Joy-Con drift switch light, so maybe we'll avoid it and get a Vita you know, 2DS." <laughs> So, I mean, come on, guys. Like, yes, that can happen. Yes, they are using the same hardware or for the, the Joy-Cons as the regular Switch. Is Joy-Con drift potentially going to happen? Absolutely. Um, is it a bummer they didn't fix it? Yes. But day one, probably not going to happen for you. And in all honesty, I've had that issue one time. I I lifted the little flap, used contact cleaner on my um, Joy-Con, and I haven't had the issue since. I'm not saying it's overblown. I'm not saying we should have to do that, but that can fix it for you. So just just enjoy your it's video games. Don't don't take it too seriously. Just enjoy everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it is what it is, right? Like. I've had, I've opened, I've bought DS's, 3DS's, dead pixels right off the bat. And you just, you just go and return it and you get another yep. one and then it's no problem, right? It's, it's no, it's no problem. Plumber's saying the contact cleaner worked for me. Uh, no problem. I haven't since. heard of a single instance that contact cleaner didn't work for somebody, but yeah. people are afraid to do it because they don't want to avoid their warranty and all that kind of stuff. I get it. If you have a switch light. You don't have to fix it yourself. Send it back into Nintendo. It's, it's you under have, just take it back yeah, to the store. Absolutely. Most or stores will do the, the return store. and swap yeah. it out for you. And there's still some in there. Plenty in the wild. So, and I will say, I will say with the with the light, I, I I they always try to sell it to you on games, and it's worthless on games. It's not whatever. But if Best Buy or GameStop wants to sell you the insurance on a piece of hardware that costs you two hundred dollars, that is easy for them to replace if you as opposed to having to wait for send it in nintendo if it's 10 15 bucks or whatever on your 200 dollars investment take take advantage of it and then Problem that way you- with that is if you do it through best buy you're not going to be able to swap your save games and all of your your uh information oh they won't let you just do it there in the store not Anytime I've ever had to do any warranty stuff, but if you're friends with the people at GameStop, if you're friends with the people at GameStop, they will let you do it there because I did it. (laughs) Your mileage may vary, but, um, you know, the bigger retailers, I did not have luck in the past with stuff like that. So, uh, take that for what it's worth. Interesting. Yeah. So something to keep in mind. Now, if you got your cloud saves, unless you're playing Splatoon or a new Animal Crossing, well, you know, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, hey, Nintendo turns 130. Happy birthday to you. There we go. 130 years old. The Fun fact. Guys, if you, if you, okay, I'm just going to throw this out here real quick. Uh, and it's kind of a book plug, kind of not. But I have a chapter in my book that kind of goes through the history of uh, Nintendo, right? And the reason I bring it up is because it's not the brightest and most like glorious path to where we are now. We've even seen in our generation the way it has had bumps in the road, right? And so, like, they they had times where they were making 
They were making no money. The way they got the Nintendo, like the way they got the NES onto store shelves after the the big video game like crash, like they had to. They Japan was like no returns. The Nintendo of America was told all the stores, we will buy back anything that doesn't sell. Right against what Jap- Japan told them to do, and the gamble paid off. But it was a gamble. They were they they talk about if you check out console wars or um, Super Mario, how Nintendo conquered America, like and and you're an entrepreneur yourself, or you're you're streaming, you're YouTubing, you're podcasting, whatever you've got, you you've, you're aspiring to um, turn a, a side hustle into a business, whatever. Look at the history of Nintendo and be inspired by it. Look at where they are now. And look at where they've came, they came from. I mean, one of the things I mentioned in my book is that Universal sued Nintendo because of Donkey Kong, right? And like, so that was, a, that was kind of, you know, it was a bad thing at the time of getting sued. They fought it and won. Okay. The other thing, the other thing that I love is that they initially, after Radar Scope tanked, which was an arcade game. They wanted to make a Popeye game and they couldn't acquire the rights. So that dealt them a pretty big blow, right? They heard They got to know what that did is that got Shigeru Miyamoto creating Donkey Kong, Mario and Pauline. And look at where Mario is now because they heard that. No. Right. So and what it, kids even know Popeyes? You just made a reference that people are like chicken. They wanted to sell chicken. Yep. That doesn't make sense, Josh. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, it was a big cartoon back in the day. He eat a spinach, get big muscles and punch Bluto in the face. Right. So that's Robin, uh, Robin Williams played the, him in a movie. That's Ooh. true. That's yeah, true. That's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Too. Another deep cut. There we go. Got to have him eat show. So, you know, it's one of those things that like I look at as, as a way to be like for some motivation. Because they've had their ups and downs, but they've always tried to figure out a way to navigate and pull through. And it's just about perseverance. It's a, it's a good thing. It's inspiring. So, so be inspired. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Crawler, where can people find you? Uh, come check us out in the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord, and see all of our crazy, funny goose game names and uh, join the antics. There's lots to lots to play, um, and I, it sounds like from what Josh was saying, it's uh, we're going to get Mario Kart up and going again. So that's a good place to to find out where all that action is happening. So come hang out there, and then uh, again, I know I said this last week, I haven't done anything about it yet, but uh, Twitter and Twitch Nightcrawler seven two four. I need to get the streams up and going again. But uh, yeah, check me out. Does there. does Nightcrawler have an E in it? Nightcrawler does not have an E. Oh, okay. Crawler without the E. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where can we find you? Uh, you will find me on Discord. Come hang out. Uh, come, come honk at me on Twitter at hate zero. But most important thing you're going to do this week before eating, the most important thing right after breathing, make your video. It's Crawler coming at you. Win yourself a copy of Link's Awakening. You guys deserve it. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> Make the video. Make the video. Make it good. Get creative. Guys, hashtag N64Josh at Crawler at, hey, at me, like at us. We want to see these things, right? We got to get them in front of Crawler. Maybe we'll make a YouTube video or something of him going through them. Like, it'll be. Plumber's saying saying he already did it. Oh, 
yes, that's great. That's great. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. So, guys, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all the places at N64Josh. I love to interact with you guys, so hit me up wherever. I'm streaming a lot more on Twitch. Uh, if Guys, if you want to do me a favor this week, I would love you if you could do me a favor. Go to Twitch, hit the follow button, and go to YouTube and hit the subscribe button. That would mean so much to me. Just to try to get, I just want to get those numbers up a little bit. It would, it would mean the world to me. So if you can just take a second, follow me on Twitch, follow me on, on YouTube, it would be awesome. I'd really, really, really appreciate it. I know how many of you guys listen each week, so I know that you could more than double my, my YouTube sub count if you just take a second and go hit that button. So I'd really, really appreciate it. Because uh, we're clo- like, I'm so close to becoming an ambassador with Nintendo. There's so many things that I'm just right on the verge. And they're like, hey, you're so close, Right. Hey, Wheatbread says, I already follow you everywhere, but like MySpace. Make sure to follow me on MySpace, okay? And Farmers Only. Um, that's the other one, the big one, the big one. No. Uh, guys, you can find the show notes, n64josh.com slash npc237. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. And, uh, you know, keep on playing with power, all right? We'll see you in the next episode. Bye now. Honk. Is it safe? Honk. I, I don't I don't think it is safe. Honk. Don't forget it's crawler coming at you. Honk. Honk. <laughs>